Hello, I'm Suzanne. And I'm Peter. And you are listening to Sex Advice for Seniors. And we are here today with Richard Struther, who is the widower's wingman. It sounds like something you'd see in an alternative Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> what does that even mean, Richard? Well, um, instead of doing a very kind of traditional um, uh, wingman, of course, uh, being somebody who has your back. And really, that's kind yeah. of what I'm really about. You know, I'm not about this kind of, oh, it's very formal. And you can see I'm very informal. I'm, I'm very, you know, I'm relaxed and whatnot. And uh, I'm just like... wearing an orange T-shirt. I right am. <laughs> I, I, I'd even declare it as prison orange. Prison orange. <laughs> Delightful. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Are you talking from prison? Oh, no, no, quite not. I'm talking from my living room, which is very... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, had I known an that, interview uh, from prison yeah, yeah no uh, thankfully not from prison yeah. <laughs> although Canada so uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same thing really isn't it yeah. anyway carry uh, on we could, we could get on in there <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um yeah no the, the wingman is basically somebody who's got your back and I'm really it, it's really about that it's not a, a very formal you know when I work with people it's, it's very informal I, I like to keep it very light um, and I really I'm not there for a you know here's advice go it's it's here's advice go but call me if you need you know or I'm I'm there for you I really do like that interactive yeah yeah it's it's so much more important to kind of really go step by step and and really you know i'll take your hand and guide you through the whole thing yeah no, it's, oh. that's kind of important so i mean other well, than well, tom cruise and magnolia um what what kind of scenarios um let's just backtrack a bit because i read that in 2018 sadly you lost your wife of, of 20 did, years yeah. which must have been really you know i can't even imagine that and and how did you come out of that process? Because obviously we are sex advice for seniors. We know that there are lots of people out there that have lost their partners and are <laughs> widows and of all ages. And sometimes getting out there, I suspect, is really challenging, especially if they haven't dated for over 20 years. Exactly. And there's so much about... Um actually just being able to grieve properly and, and take the time and kind of rediscover yourself because unlike, you know, it's terrible when we lose somebody, a friend or, a, you know, and goodness help as a parent and whatnot. But when you lose your partner, uh, somebody mm. who you, who is integral to your day to day, half of your identity is tied up in that and no small amount of roles too. Um, thankfully I, I was, I had a great upbringing. My mom was always, uh, my mom worked, but she was always very um, uh, concerned with me being able to cook and sew and, you know, manage, you know, mm -hmm. so I knew how to cook and clean and all of this. And, but there are, there are men who are, you know, when they are widowed, they, they don't, they've never cooked or they, they cooked very little, you know, hot dog in the microwave is pretty much their speed, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, um, type thing. And, uh, th that's a problem for widowed men, especially is health declines because yeah. we don't eat well, we don't take care of ourselves. And let's be honest, mm -hmm. nowadays, most people, even at the best of times are in denial about any health problems and, you know, won't go and see about that. So that's a big issue there. And then of course, uh, you know, keep going from there. It's a matter of, okay, so now it's a matter of we have to figure out our roles, reestablish our identities. Who are we now? We, mm. Who have we become? 
And then it's a matter, okay, now that most, a lot of people try and find a relationship to fill a void and mm. that never goes well. Okay. And it's, and you know, yes, there is, it's, it's sometimes it's referred to in the groups as widow's fire, but you know, let's be honest, we're, we're people, we need, you know, sex is not alien to us. We need a little interaction. We need that connection. We need that and intimacy. We do need intimacy. And it, so there's no shame in finding that. But yeah. you don't want to jump into a committed relationship too soon when you haven't had the time to grieve. To ha you haven't had the time to really, you know, redefine who you are. And that's so important. And what a good relationship looks like because yeah. you can't just rely yeah. on what was. Yeah, yeah. And do you find you get a lot of sort of disapproval or uh, you sort of looked at askance if you are too quickly back on the dating scene after after becoming bereaved or even if you've just split up with the with your wife, you know, the the the, the there's some sort of disapproval there of your behavior. Well, Peter, you've hit a you hit one of the major points, and and that is, um, it's always going to be too soon for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, our society mm. doesn't, doesn't have you know cut and dry rules on this. So you know, mm. yes, some people when look, um, in my case, I had a very kind of interesting case in that uh, Sam was diagnosed with a my my wife Samantha was diagnosed with a very rare form of cancer for nine years. So it's mm. not like we didn't see things progressing. It's not like we didn't know what was coming. And I understood the mm. medicine better than a lot of people. Um, so I knew it was happening and she knew it was happening. And it was very much a case of, you know, I, I know that something is coming up. So I kind of, you, you do have time to mentally prepare, but you're absolutely right. It, after the bereavement, family may not agree. Uh, if you have children, whether they're adult children or younger yeah. children, you have to bridge that. For sure. It's, it's, it's a huge point. And there is. And by the way, for any anybody out there who's a widow, who's a widow, widow, widower, who's dating, you are, I promise you, you are going to have that moment on the first date where you look around, you're going to be like, am I cheating? Mm. Is this wrong? <laughs> you're going to have that. Yeah. You know what? That's it. It's a fact. You're going to you're going to have that uncomfortable moment or, or maybe more. You might have a little bit of anxiety around it. Yeah. It's, it's a natural part of the process. So, yes, that's part of you know you really do have to account for that so i yeah. love that you bring that up yeah 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 no i can i can imagine that's a problem i've recently lost my cousin and i i asked um asked her husband you know how he felt about um the next stage and he you know he just kind of blocked it and said look i can't even think about that it's you know it's it's beyond beyond uh consideration at the moment and and let's be honest when when you lose somebody that close um there's uh, I, I call it the carnival you mm. have that period immediately after the loss where people come out of the woodwork and everybody wants to help and it's really it's well-intentioned and and we all you know yes i get it but the fact is that they're they're grieving that loss too and all of a sudden it's um you don't get to grieve because mm. you're helping everybody else through it Right. Yeah. And then, yeah. of course, yeah, there's that, you know, I don't even want to face this mountain of a thing. And yeah. our society is very much, you know, you've got to be productive, productive, productive. We're in a meritocracy. Yeah. Get back to work. Get back to the routine. Get back. And the, this idea of normal, get back to no, there is no going back because there's a part of your life that's missing. And the the more you try and just push it off to the side, the harder it's going to hit you at some point, And then you never 
you have to have that that moment of after the carnival is left and you're you know you're standing alone uh, you know you're hopefully not alone hopefully you've got a couple of people standing with you in this you know field of life and they're like yeah we're here for you don't worry yeah you got your back hey why don't you come out why don't you come out with us why don't you come out for dinner why don't you get you out of your yeah. and start building new norms new standards new habits new new possibilities and just even the possibilities open you up and so mm. that that's a huge such a huge thing Mm. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, moving on to to intimacy and, and our requirement for intimacy at any age, then you're suddenly faced with this, you know, we've been talking mainly to women. You're the first guy that we've been speaking to about the dating apps and their disappointment with that and how challenging it can be to navigate. And I have an example from many years ago of a guy who was recently divorced who just said it was like the candy store, you know, it just seemed to be full of people that were there, you know, all of a sudden there's all these single people, they're all just there, there's all these pictures of them. Mm. So it feels like there's this world of opportunity, but of course it's you know, it's challenging to navigate. You don't really know where you stand and you probably haven't done it in a significant period of time. What's your recommendation for taking that next step? So I love where you're coming from. And the biggest thing you have to do, and one of the things that I'll, anybody I work with who's already been on the dating sites, it's let's take a step back because you need to really establish, first of all, who you are, um, what you're looking, what does a good relationship look like now? Mm-hmm. I mentioned it before, but it's it's so important. You, you get in a cab, you go, okay, let's go. Where yeah. <laughs> you're not clear, it doesn't. You know, yeah. Mahatma Gandhi, speed doesn't matter if you're direct, if you're going in the wrong direction, right? Yeah. So, jumping on a dating site is probably like it's it's one of the last steps. It's it's mm-hmm. a matter of no, no. You've got to get really clear on what a good relationship looks like, what a good partner looks like, and not only here's the thing about the the, the trick. This is the kind of inverse of the common the common logic is you get on there and you find somebody Mm. and the biggest trick is finding somebody entails that you know who you are and what you bring and you know if you know what you're looking for but who are you to be looking kind of thing what are you bringing Mm. right like you've got to know yourself enough to to be able to go out and say i know what i'm looking for Um, I, i had one video that i made and it was what kind of car are you Right. And but it's it's a great analogy because it's what kind of car you look if you're a sporty model, that's great. <laughs> what kind of driver are you looking for? Because there are a lot of people who drive a sports car, but I don't want a reckless team. <laughs> right? <laughs> I want somebody who's gonna value me, you know, and who's gonna who's gonna, you know, put me through my pace and you know, who's gonna drive me properly. Not I don't want to be a sports car for a you know a soccer mom, no offense, but you know like, <laughs> Yo, man, there's no excitement in there. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So know what, know who you are, know what you're looking for, know all of that, and then get on the dating sites. And it, the, the candy store part goes away because you don't want to, I mean, let's be honest, at our age, uh, we don't want to waste time. Mm. We, we, we've, we've been through, you know, we've been through our 20s, we've been through our 30s, we've been through the, hey, let's experiment, let's try this out, and hey, if it doesn't work, I've got years. It's, it's not that we don't have time. But we don't know how much time we value our time a lot more, and it's so much more important. So now, all of a sudden, it's yes. Let's really, let's really, you know, let me let me get down to the let me cut to the chase. And then, if you're very clear, and if your profile speaks very clearly about who you are and what you're looking for, all of a sudden, it's you may get less responses, mm. but they're going to be good ones. And I really like that. 
Yeah, that's but, that's true. One of the advantages of our age is um, is that the life's too short mantra really means something. I mean, when we we, we were young, it was life's too long. Really, I mean, you could, you know, everything seemed to drag on interminably. But um, but yeah, the, the life's too short. Um, does mean that you've got to concentrate on on what it is you want to get out uh, of, of of any relationship of anything that might be coming along, and um, I think a lot of people aren't clear about that. I'm, I mean, I, I speak personally that you know I I'm not sure. Well, I want everything really. I I, I kind of want short term sexual adventures and somebody to settle down with. You know, it's, it's there are all sorts of contradictions. Right. And there's nothing wrong with wanting that short term sexual mm. and there's nothing wrong with wanting somebody to settle down with. But if you're clear about that, if you're clear about, look, I'm looking for somebody who's, you know, who wants to, you know, and you know what, I'm going to go, I'm going to go crazy here. Somebody who wants to ride me like Seabiscuit, but, you know, still, <laughs> still be there, you know, still be there in a couple of years when I'm no, you know, when I'm not racing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then hey, sure. this is what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sure. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. And as long as we're clear about it. And I, I think it talks to a larger thing. Um, one thing I talk a lot about more and more recently is I swear the, the, the whole thing about relationships, um, sexual or otherwise, it really does come down to expectations and transparency around those expectations. Mm. And the more clear we can be about that, the more we can be, hey, I'd like this. And all of a sudden, now we know where we stand. And somebody can kind of go, hey, I can meet that need. or that, I like that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think it's all very well and good to know what you want and all of that sort of stuff. But I suspect that most people haven't got a clue, mm. to be honest. And they sort of fumble around. And if they meet somebody and they get along with them and they think, oh, this is nice. We're having a nice time here. Then whatever other expectations they have just go out the window and they sort of find themselves, you know, balancing precariously between, I speak personally as well here, (laughs) with, with with the like, oh, but I, this is so nice. And, but you know, I really want this as well. And can mm. I have this as well? So I do think that it's that absolutely the, the more clear you are, the easier it is for other people to get on board. But my, my, from my side of things, what I find is because I'm so clear with what I want that people are super attracted to me. Cause I'm just like, I'm just no bullshit. Mm. I just, you know, I'm like, you're not sleeping over. You're not moving over. I don't do snoring. I don't do that. You know, I don't want anyone to cozy up on the sofa with. I can watch telly on my own. (laughs) Just like, you know, just do X, Y, and Z. And people are like, oh, oh, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. So you find that actually as a woman in any way that, that you become extremely attractive. But I think that's true of everyone. But the thing is, of course, it's taken me like, you know, dating 700 people to find this out. Mm. So, you know, not everybody you know, has if that I kind <laughs> If I nod as enthusiastically as I want to that to that exact statement, I'd lose my headset. I, I mean, and this is not a, a this is not a nothing headset. It, mm. it, it's pretty well on there. But uh, you're absolutely right. And there's so many people who go on the apps and 
one of the look um people get into relationships and if they're not clear on what they want or what they they this is where the you know we keep questioning well could i find better mm -hmm. yes well yeah. because you're only finding out now you're in the relationship and you're only finding out now what you're wanting you're finding mm -hmm. oh well this is lacking and you're finding out by deduction and that's yes. almost ludicrous yeah. I, I mean it's it's what most people do yeah Whereas yeah. somebody who kind of takes you and says, you know, a wingman who will kind of take you and say, hey, let's look at this. Let's do an inventory. Let's see where you're at. Let's see what you're looking for. And let's, and the other thing is that I, I, I am a fan of the list, mm. the list, <laughs> the big list, but I, I, I take people through that and then I boil it down and we go, no, no, you can't no, have it no. all. Yeah. You, well, you, it's not that you can't have it all, right. but you have to prioritize. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I, I break it to the, I break it to these. I break it to three deal breakers and five top traits, and that's it. That's all three, you get. Three deal breakers and five top traits. I break mine down to three things that I'm lucky if I get it all. <laughs> oh. Well. <laughs> well, that brings us really to the difference between uh, male and female uh, um, experiences of this whole business, because I think it's it's quite quite different. For men and women. Oh, it's amazingly different. It's so different. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, um, maybe I, you could say more about that. I could, absolutely. Um, where where women tend to get it is, um, first of all, you have a lot of men who say they know what they want and don't. I mean, we, we've covered that ad nauseum, so yeah. That, yeah, let's yeah. leave it at that. But um, you have a lot of men who are, um, look, they, they don't have long-term plans. They, they just they're looking to hook yeah. up, right? Yeah. And that's a, that's an unfortunate truth. But um, women get inundated with so many requests and so many people and so much that it's overwhelming. So they have to deal with the tsunami of mm. going on and the constant barrage, mm. whereas men, it's the polar opposite. Absolutely, yeah. It's the polar opposite. We are there, and I'm I'm not kidding. I I, I use the gravestone effect. Mm -hmm. um, I call it the gravestone effect. A man goes on a dating site, and I understand that women want to protect themselves. I I get that. I, it makes perfect sense to me. But it it offers this very weird experience when you go on dating sites, and all you see are profiles gray, 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 and it basically offers about as much information as a headstone. It's you know you've got it, you've got a name, you've got a couple of key pieces of information, you know, age ish, this thing, and nothing. Yeah. Or these horribly generic profiles. I like long walks on the beach and, you know, I get along best with, you know, Sagittarius and Virgos. You know, I love my yoga and I love my dogs or cats or whatever, you know, insert whatever here. It's a generic yeah. profile. And it's just like, okay. And? Yeah. Yeah. Writing a profile is, is a skill in itself, I think. And it and then you, you, you go to connect with these people and they're inundated. Yeah, so you yeah. have to stand yeah, out. Yeah. And again, you have to be comfortable with yourself to be able to, you know, stand out and make a joke and whatnot. And, you know, it's, it's public speaking all over again. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. And do you help them? I, what, many years ago, I, I, my aunt was 
recently divorced and I told her to go on the dating sites and I wrote her profile for her. And she said, you've made me sound so much funnier than I actually am. (laughs) You've made me sound a lot more interesting than I think I actually am. And anyone who meets me is going to be disappointed because you've made me sound great. And I, you know, but she is great. She is great. And she did actually meet a guy from me having written her profile. But how much do you get into the, into the weeds with this? Do you, do you write these people's or help them to write their profile? Like how, and do you answer that, you know, do you look at the emails that they're getting and work with them on the proper response? Like how close do you get to this? Oh, I, I'm I'm in it. I'm in it in the trenches right with you. Um, what I do is, um, first of all, the profile has to be interactive. It has to be you. It has to sound like you. But we will work. Like, I actually do a whole session. And I've had sessions go up to 90 minutes where I just, I mean, we work this thing. But this is after a lot of clarity work. So we know what we're doing going in. And yeah. then it's a matter of, okay, now we're going to condense it down to a profile. We're going to, and, um, you know, uh, so yes, right down to the photo selection and all of this, because I want pre- I want everybody presenting as authentically as possible. And where this uh, and I love this analogy. It's um, everybody is in their own jar, but we can't read our own label. Right, we're in the jar, right? We don't see what the advertising yeah. says, and even if the advertising says we're not, gonna, we can't write it. We can't. We can post it inside all we want. We need somebody on the outside to kind of yeah, you know, look at make sure that everything aligns. Um, and it's also this this other part that bothers me so much is that, it, and this is part of our culture. We have this um, in our stories, in business, in in all aspects of our life. We we have this myth of the one, mm. the chosen one, the person of prophecy, the successful businessman. No successful businessman ever got there on their own, mm. right? Um, this this idea of um, you know whether it's Harry Potter, Star Wars, it, you've got your your protagonist who is this, you know, person of prophecy and nobody could ever compare. And, and you know what the most important part of those mm. stories are? It's not you. Yeah. And that's dangerous <laughs> because we are interesting. We want to connect and people, I, I mean, that's one of the things I deal with with guys. Well, I'm not all that interesting. Yeah. It's like, dude, if you like fishing and that's, that's part of your world, that's interesting. And it may not be everybody's cup of tea, but if you have somebody for whom it is their cup of tea, you are the, you are interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. And also it's about how you deal with the uh, rejection when, when you're not picked up. I mean, it's interesting. You, you brought up Harry, Harry Potter because um, JK Rowling had, you know, hundreds of rejections before she actually found a publisher <laughs> You know, and then she takes the world over. You know, and and how do you deal with that with that sense of rejection you get all the time? Um, maybe especially as a man, because um, you're you know you're, you're you're sifting through this pile of women who've uh, responded positively to you, but maybe are not even sure what they want from the receiving end as well. Well, that's why the authenticity is so important, because if you put your profile the right way, the people who answer you back are going to see themselves yeah. in it okay. and are going to say, hey, that's mm. me. I mean, it's it's basically good yeah. marketing, right? Yeah. And and it's, they're going to see themselves in you and they're going to be attracted to want to, to know you. And it's going to be pretty quick to figure out if you're compatible via chat, via what. And then my, my big thing is first date is proof of life. <laughs> <laughs> 
that uh, <laughs> i mean i want to make sure that we can you know hang out and that you know you are who yeah. you say you are but mm. I, I, it's not about this you know whole lavish you know th- don't get me don't get me wrong there's a time and a place for that and it's absolutely part of it and um but you're absolutely right it's it's you know the idea that you know we we present authentically and we can we attract the right mm. person yeah 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 i mean i look i think that the there's the you know from my point of view as the opposite person i've just come off one cuz i had like two and a half thousand people or something that liked me and i oh and i just became exhausted by the whole thing and i just Does thought that no, feel? i'm so oh, i'm so over this it's so like ugh. it's ex- firstly it takes a huge amount of energy like uh, from both sides one is yes okay you may not have that many responses then you're looking at these few responses and deciding are any of these people worth pursuing or am I just going to go for everything? Because, mm. you know, the bottom line with dating sites is as good as they are at kind of some of the simple stuff. Like I like going to the cinema and I like going to the cinema and I like eating Chinese food on a Wednesday <laughs> and I like eating Chinese food on a Wednesday as well. But when it comes to face to face, if there's no chemistry, like there's, I always say to women, don't invest too much hope in this. Mm. Just go ah, into yes. this, like with a sense of enjoyment and fun. This is just like a bunch of new people that you potentially might meet and you might like some of them and you might not like some of them, but don't invest too much hope. And I suspect that's the same with men as yeah. well. There, you know, there's a lot of hope invested. There's also the the idea of um, look. One of the big things I get into is healthy skepticism. Yeah. Um, and goodness help me for for quoting David Caruso of all people, but trust but verify. If any of you have watched CSI Miami, you know trust but verify. Uh, but the idea of look, you're absolutely right. You're going to have people, and you're going to have a lot of a lot of interactions and whatnot, and you can make some wonderful friends. It yeah. doesn't have to be mm. romantic, right? Yeah. But if you're going in here, you know, straight up with the goal of, uh, you know, let me find somebody as quickly as possible. Yeah, no. Mm. Um, the the other thing is that healthy skepticism also helps you deal with that rejection in terms of, you know, I'm not, this is not a, um, this mm. is a tool. And like any tool, it can be put to many different uses. And I, I keep, uh, I think the analogy that I've been using a lot recently or you know, with a few people is um, this is a project and a dating site is a cutting tool, but who's doing your measuring, <laughs> right? Measure, measure twice, cut once, yeah, yeah. Right? measure six times, cut once. But if it's a cutting tool, who's doing your measuring, right? And then of course, yes, your, your cutting tool. And if something goes wrong, it goes wrong. And what do we do? Hmm. We deal with it. It's a project. Yeah. Mm. We deal with it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. And especially with the mm. responses. Mm. Totally. So I did this little TikTok video the other day that I was really hopeful was going to go viral, <laughs> yeah, but it yeah. didn't yet. But it's still, we're still giving it time because I still think it's really funny. And, um, but that's just me. <laughs> Maybe no one else was amused. Um, and, and it was saying that um, my hypothesis is that men have two brains. They've got the rational brain, which is up here, and they've got the smaller brain that makes some very quick decisions that's down down below, right? And often <laughs> often on dating sites, because it is mainly visual and, and it's so quick, right? You're swiping, you're swiping, mm. you're swiping. It's sometimes the irrational brain, my hypothesis, that is making some of those immediate snap judgments about about 
women. And so my um, suggestion was that if you attract the small brain first, you can get to the rational brain later once the small brain has become engaged. And then you can tell them that you've got a PhD and you've published some books and you know, you're kind of an interesting person. The small brain doesn't really care about that at the beginning. They just want, they just want what they see, which is somebody that meets their attractive standards. Peter's favorite expression every time he's met somebody for that he tells me is, is, is she's really hot, right? I never, okay. I never hear anything much beyond <laughs> that. I, I couldn't, I don't know what this person does, if they're still working, if they're not still working, like, you know, have they done anything of any note? Like, you know, what are their general interests? No, I don't hear any of that. Really hot. And she's got a great bod, whatever. <laughs> right. Well, because you are anyway, <laughs> you know, if you don't mind getting into the psychology on that one, uh, I, I have an observation on that one, actually. And it, it's kind of interesting in, in a larger scheme. Um, what I've noticed is that men tend, uh, men very much tend to be, uh, we're going to fix it. Um, they tend to be object or objective yeah. oriented. Yeah, right. And that's, that's, that's not in question. We know this, there are studies. I mean, this yep. is proven. Women, as far as I can tell, are more experiential. They want, um, I think the best example I was able to give was, um, I, I was talking about this with my roommate at one point, and I put a water bottle in the middle of the kitchen counter and said, what do you see? He goes, well, there's a water bottle. I was like, right. And I was like, the catch with women is that they are not just looking at the water bottle. They're looking at the whole counter. In fact, they're looking at the whole kitchen and going, what the hell is that doing there? Because it's, you know, it's, it's in the middle. It's in a really inconvenient place. I understand. Are you using that? Is there a reason for it? To be the, because they're looking, right? But it's, it's not about the nag. It's about the fact that they're looking at the kitchen yeah. as a whole. And they're looking, they're thinking about it over the course of a day in terms of its use and this thing is going to get knocked over or it's going to, you know, it's, it's yeah. in the way, but men go, well, it's a water bottle. What do you, you know, what's, what's the problem? And it's not to insult anybody. It really yeah, is yeah. that objective. So yes, you're right. There is a kind of um, short form of I'm looking for this and they're looking at object mm. objective. Yeah. Um, or they're looking at, I want a date or I want a partner and, they're not thinking larger scope. And no. I think one of the one of the fun examples of this one is also when it comes to sex, because men think sex. Women are like, no, man, you want to woo me. You better start before dinner. <laughs> right? I've I've been stressed out. I've been stressed out all day. I cooked dinner. I'm not I, I, I'm gonna do the dishes. I'm gonna deal with the, you know, I've got to deal with my family or the kids or whatever. And they've got they've got sixteen thousand things mm. in their mind, right? If you can bring that down by about three items, you actually helped out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Move the water bottle off the counter. <gasps> Thank you. Done. Okay. But the, the if you take it as an experience, as a, a wider experience, all of a sudden, then it's, oh, you're thinking about this. I, I suppose we could say the long game. Mm. But it's about, it's not about the act. It's about everything that comes up to and everything that follows mm. right and i know you guys are going to agree with this <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but you know and, and whether you prefer the term after cuddles or you know uh, or after aftercare or, or cuddles or whatever it is that really kind of works best for you um it's important that we you know that we we kind of look at this as a more broad mm. approach 
Yeah. And that's that's more specifically for the yeah, man. Yeah, there, by definitely, the way. definitely. I, I was just uh, sorry. My mind wandered off when you're talking about the period before and the period after. I didn't realize there was one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no. The, the broad approach is is definitely something that misses from. There's missing from most men's approach to dating. I think it's just when are we going to get when are we going to get down to it basically and. How long is this going to go on before I get my end away? You know, and and then having to deal with 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 afterwards as well is something that kind of, well, we'll see what happens, you know, and it, it's all very ad hoc. And I'm, I'm, I'm well, sort of imposing my own standards on uh, on the whole gender, but um, but I think there's a lot in that, yeah. Well, I mean, even if you get to the, you know, the, the, the very American, you know, the guy is watching the game and the woman's annoyed at him. It's like, okay, but he's focused on the game. That's his world right now. He's, that's the objective, object, objective. He's focused on the game. And if she asks him to do something, that's fine. And he'll be like, yeah, yeah. But his focus (laughs) is the game. And there's nothing Mm. wrong with that. Now, this is where the expectations and communication and transparency about it come in. If, if she says, can you empty the dishwasher? And he says something very reasonable, which is I'm watching the game. There's 45 <laughs> minutes left and I will empty it mm. after he yeah. set the expectation. And then yeah. she has no reason to complain he unless <laughs> he, the game ends yes. and then he doesn't do it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but set the expectations. Well, and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, okay, Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, even perfect perfect example from my life was when I was married. Um my wife always took longer to get ready and I got I get I tend to get ready fairly fast. So I would be there and I'd be waiting mm. for her to get ready. And I'd be like, "Is there anything?" and I would ask. I swear I do this every time. "Is there anything you need? Is there anything I can help with?" "Yes, this needs to get done. No problem. That's a 2-minute job. Go do mm. it. Done." I get that out of the way and then I would sit and I would play video games or i would be reading a book or whatever and she'd be like you know it's like are, are you really you're, you're doing that now it's like and my my answer was always are you ready <laughs> because all i have to do is hit the off button grab my you know my keys are already in my pocket i'm i'm, yeah. I'm good to go yeah, are yeah, you yeah. ready or yeah. is there something you need right now yeah 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 but then she'd be like well no it's like then where's the problem <laughs> But we got to that expectation. I think there was one thing. I mean, we're we're kind of hitting the time, but I think one of the things, the key things that you said, one of the key things that you said, and you said a lot of great stuff, but one of the things, the stand-up things for me is when people say, I'm not that interesting, right? And Mm. you brought up the, um, the thing about fishing. I think for most women or for most people in general, People are interested in people that are curious or interested in something, right? Because being interested in life, in things, whether it's books, arts, culture, sports, fishing, whatever it happens to be, makes you an interesting person. If you have no interest at all, and sadly, a lot of older men who have spent their lifetime focusing on their work, now retired, and find that they really don't have any outside interest, whereas older women 
and, and I'm generalizing here vastly because there's lots of men, obviously, who are out playing golf and hanging out with their buddies and doing all sorts of things. So it's not, this is not, you know, it's not speaking mm. about everybody. But I do know that there are quite a lot of older men who do just kind of, you know, they get depressed and they, mm. and, yes. they and they stop. They didn't, they didn't develop any outside interests while mm. they were working. They don't have any real hobbies. And I'm sorry, but for most women... Those guys are not interesting. They're not interesting. Like they're just looking for a carer or they're looking for somebody to start cooking their food for them. And it goes back to what you said at the beginning, which was that you made sure that you could do the basic stuff so that that stuff didn't come into the into the mm. relationship. Right. It wasn't like I never learned to cook when I was married. I am stuck. I'm stopped. I just eat takeaways all the time. I need a woman who's going to, you know, cook for me. No woman mm. wants that, you know. It's oh, actually, like... th there are some. They're catering <laughs> well, services or, or cooks. That <laughs> you can hire a home cook. It's a lot less expensive than the divorce. So right. <laughs> by all means, right. hire yeah, a cook. <laughs> a tip, yeah, absolutely. A tip for men is, um, although you, you might have fishing as a hobby, do not put a picture of you catching fish on your profile page. <laughs> <laughs> the women, especially if it's like yeah, a really, up really a big, humongous a big fish, bass or a, a catfish as well, <laughs> yeah, marlin or something, or, Don't or whatever. That. Or the other one is when you were talking about managing somebody's dating profiles. I was thinking, do you get rid of all the men standing behind besides lions pictures? Because those are the men standing beside a lion. What, always a good shot. one. The men in like. Yeah, yeah. The men on bicycles with the lycra and the and the and the tummy thing. That's always I always find that was really hot. And the one that I the one that is my absolute favorite is the guy at the top of the mountain with his skis on and his big goggles and his all in one with his ski poles, like yes, nice. you know. <laughs> I think we just need to we just need to ban all of those. Just oh, hey, them. if that's your third or fourth photo because you're really into skiing, by all means. Um, a tip, by the way, based on just what you said, um, a, a great tip for men, if you don't have a lot of hobbies or whatever, for God's sakes, meet somebody, get interested in what they're interested in. Um, go out, take a mm. cooking course, try stuff. Just try stuff. <laughs> life is life is for living, you know, try stuff. You might find that you have a passion for cooking or baking or who knows what yeah. um yeah. but just try and it, you know what you you may suck mm. at it that's okay because we all sucked well, at it at one point have you met my father then you've met my father <laughs> haven't you because my father took my father took a baking course when my mother hadn't yet retired and he had and he had to learn how to cook for himself having never boiled an egg before and oh, wow. he did actually take a cooking course and he did actually take a baking course and I've never seen my father bake anything. Ever. What before or since? You know, yeah. <laughs> never. I've just never seen him do anything. But I think it was. I think, as he said, it was. He made. He demonstrated that he was going to make the effort, and that was what. Mm. And that was what was lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, funny enough, when my mother retired, um, she was in retail. She managed retail for all her life, uh, you know, or for her career, for most of her career. And uh, when she retired, she was like, I think I'll take a cabinet making course. And my God, she, she, she maybe what, mm. five, three. And like, but my God, she got good. And she started doing antique refinishing. And, this, that, and, the other, and one of the best you've had, one of the best I've ever mm. seen. Like, 
art 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 restoration. Hey, I think I'll get into making clothing. And she she's not one yeah. to sit on our laurels, you know. She, she went no, out. And she was that's like, very typical of older this. women. Yeah, yeah. I want to try this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Older men could take a leaf out of older yeah. women's books. I always think it's just like you know, just yeah, but, just try but it. But for men, life it. is often a lot shorter than it is for women. And that that comes into it as well. You know, <laughs> women are left on their own. Uh, much more often than men are, you know, so maybe that's why we don't have to deal with the problem so much. There's also the fact that we um, we are in society, it's a man's job is to provide, mm. go work, yeah. go work. And, you know, it, 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 only kind of more recently are we talking about, hey, you know, you have to have a life outside yeah, of work and work-life yeah. balance and all of this. And it, yeah. it, it makes a difference. Yeah, um, I've, I've so, just found that. I, I retired, a, what, about seven years ago now. Um, and it's, you know, I still haven't found a role because being an academic, I, I was involved in, in all sorts of stuff. But finding something to do with your life after this this you know, this desire or rather this this expectation that you'll work and provide, you know, is is quite I'm finding well, I'm finding it seven years difficult, you know. Um should be the seven year itch now. <laughs> but that's why that's why we're here, because I wanted yeah. to give oh, Peter something to do. And after 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 this after this recording he's gonna edit it because that's his job. And oh, nice. it's 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 his one uh, thing that he has to do every week. So at least I've given him I I've do, given I him do. purpose. Yeah, I've given true, him purpose. Actually, I don't do much else. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, that's yeah. why we're so successful. Okay. Thank you, Richard, yeah, for chatting with much. us. It's been it's been lovely to speak to you, and we will post all of your socials and your website and everything on our podcast so that any man out there who needs that support from and needs his own wingman, his own personal wingman, that he now knows touch where to you. go. You never know. I love that. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you both. <laughs>